It's time to go into auto reverse with Tony and Matt, where we look at bands that were underappreciated, misunderstood, forgotten, and to some unknown. This week we're going auto reverse on Alice Coltrane. Alice Coltrane, knee Alice McLeod. Mm-hmm. From Detroit. From Detroit. Um, you know what I didn't know? What was you know before we get into the music about her, which is truly extraordinary. Um, I didn't know she trained. She like she moved to Paris and she trained with the one and only Bud Powell. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And Bud Powell's like one of my favorite bebop. My favorite, one of my favorite pianists of all time. Like, I mean, I put him up there with like Oscar Peterson and maybe McCoy Tyner. Maybe McCoy Tyner. Yeah. Who she replaced in Coltrane's band at one point. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, yeah, because you got like Art Tatum, who and uh, Fats Waller, and those guys who are pretty much on. I mean, Horace Silver, I guess, is another one that you could probably... Her, Herbie? Herbie, oh, that was, that's funny, I almost forgot him. But how could you forget Herbie? Anyhow, so, she, I mean, she had, you know, I hate to say this, but she was brave from the get-go. Like, I mean, she basically went and started, you know, from what I, you know, again, from what I gather, she had a very strong family who encouraged her playing. Um, and that, that allowed her to kind of play around in Detroit and inevitably move to Paris. I don't know how old she was when she went to Paris, but she was, she was pretty young. Um, yeah, she couldn't have been more than like an older teenager or possibly like maybe early young, 20s or something. Yeah. Is that older teenager? Young adult, young? yeah. <laughs> I like older teenager. I know that I, sounds kind of creepy. I didn't mean it to do, sound that yeah. way. It is kind of um, creepy, like, she's like, you're dating an older teenager. Dude, she's a young adult. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Okay, sounds, let's, let's stay away from the creep side of, uh, yeah, of age let, distinctions. <laughs> um, but she, uh, yeah, she got married to another musician while we was there, uh, Pacho Haygood. I may probably butcher his name, but... You know, like went back and did the Europe thing, got tutelage under Bud Powell, then kind of came back to Detroit and kind of asserted herself. And I mean, she gets unfairly kind of thrown into the, and I, I would say very lightly, but she do, there's still some, I've read a couple of things where she's kind of referred to as a Yoko Ono because of Coltrane, but you know she's one of the she the more i listen to the music she was more hindered with the coltrane named and helped in my mind because she her her ascension uh musically is you know i'm sure it's influenced by many people and john coltrane being one of them but man i can't think of too many i mean there's a ter- certain genre class that she belongs to like ornette coleman and stuff like that and pharaoh mm-hmm. sanders but yeah, it's spiritual jazz. Mm-hmm. Spiritual jazz, that's a great way of putting it. Is, um, but her things is just like, I, I, you know, everything that I read, she cultivated 
more John Coltrane's kind of spiritual awakening and his him pushing boundaries after Love Supreme more than anything, right? Well, I, I, I I'm glad that you brought up the um, the Yoko uh, Yoko John comparison. I mean, besides anyone that fucking complains about that shit or was critical, I, I think it's 100% misogyny in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. looking back, so there's that. But I think what it's what it is more for for both John and Yoko and and John and, and Alice is that I think what happened is these couples, uh, you know, them as couples, but them also as indiv- individuals, they were headed towards this spiritual path, right, uh, or artistic path in John and 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 um, and Yoko's uh, case, musical path, art path, whatever. They were headed in this path. So I think that's why they got together, and that's mm-hmm. why they collaborated, and that's why they shared this vision. You know, both couples shared this vision, and that's really what it's about. It's like a shared vision uh, that was reflected in their work. Uh, John and, and, like you said, Love Supreme, and all the, and then the records that came out, uh, uh, like uh, Meditation and all these other rec- yeah. Rec- records yeah, that, that came out. Um, after you know, after and 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 they're sort of like they're 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 sort of operating or 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 creating um, next to each other, right? Like sort of like it's it's just a little bit different, but still sort of the same from the same spring. It's coming, you know, it's springing from the same the same source of. And especially in John and uh, in, in John and um, um, Al's case, it was this sort of search for spirituality and meaning and right. uh, transcendental sort of, you know, meditation. And I mean, she became a, a Swamini yeah. instead of Swami Swamini, like later in life and actually went to a to a temple. And like, that's where she and she, you know, like she completely left music then came back to music. I mean, uh, I guess John's death also really probably, um, you know, pushed her like, you know, was another way of pushing her out into this cert, you know, this, this sort of soul searching, you know, um, and that, that's really what it's about. And anyone that criticizes that is a fucking asshole in my book, because it's like, (laughs) who are, who are you to say what someone's personal journey is? You know what I mean? Whether you're a man or woman, whether you're a couple, whether, you know, whether you're making arty records or making more spiritual records, like, you know, it's like, that's what, and and what, you know, we got for it between John, John and Yoko, between John and Alice, we got wonderful art. That's what we, that's the result is that we got wonderful art and that's all that matters. Well, it's also, you know, t- you, 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 you kind of gave a lot there, which is fantastic. I'm so, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, don't, no, 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 don't apologize. Don't, yeah. no, don't, don't go do that. Um, I, I was, you know, so, I, dude, I, I, we, bring, we bring big plates to these conversations. So <laughs> that's, that's true. That's fine. Yeah. Um, he, you know, they were all seekers. And they all, yeah. like, had their own way of seeking these things. And they were all visionaries. I mean, as much as... You know, like even the Yoko Ono style may not be something that every, it's a l- little less uh, common in terms of taste and flavors than like would say John Lennon. It was still like her vision that she put her whole heart in. And the same thing with 
Alice and John. And you're right. And I think it's just laziness when people do those kind of comparisons. And it's, you know, maybe, maybe it's, I don't know. It's just, it just seems very lazy to me because it's like they are people who are, you're right, there's a misogynistic kind of tinge to it because there's someone t being bold enough to carve their own path and to, to fully commit to it. Um, and commit to it in so many ways. I mean, that was the the thing about putting the, the playlist together was, you know, there's the piano, but there's also the harp, you know, the harpsichord and things that go from lush and to abstract to bluesy to gospel to, I mean, in uh, her interpretations, I mean, like, fuck man, look at that interpretation of Love Supreme where she does that mm -hmm. little blues breakdown part. Mm -hmm. Dude, that was some of the funkiest kind of just in, down, and dirty blues that riff she was throwing on the Hammond organ. It sounded like a Hammond organ. Maybe it wasn't a Hammond. I don't know. But it was, it, it you know, it, it just showed me just a, a fearlessness um, that if you gave yourself over to it, and, you know, I think that's sometimes is the hardest part is like, you surrender your expectation, just say, I'm just going to kind of let this take me away and be in the moment of listening to this and trying to experience it with no expectations. And that's hard because yeah. people, yeah. people come to turn, when they turn on their fucking radio or turn on Spotify, they want their, they have something like, I want a, I want a Euro. You know, I'm, I don't, you know, it's not, you have to surrender a bit. You can't, and most people are being prescriptive of what they are asking for. So like going into like diving into the, the Alice Coltrane stuff, man, it was just like, yeah, like universal consciousness is a little bit, le you know, is a, is, a, is a nice entry point. I mean, uh, monastic trio is not bad either, but then it's, you know, when it starts getting, um, you know, from the stuff that they did, on, she did on Warner Brothers, it gets a little bit more experimental, which is kind of, you know, you, you have to allow it to kind of do its thing. And you may have to l listen to it a couple times if you are really willing to try to let it come in, get on its wavelength. Because I, I got to admit, like some of them I had to listen to a couple times because I, I was just like, well, there's something here, but I don't know what it is. And I don't know if it's me or if it's the music. And, you know, would, I, I, you know I think that's that, that, that notion of surrendering and not expecting what you think, like, like I'm expecting this to be like, you know, Turiya sings, I expect to be like universal consciousness. That's not the way that works. Yeah, I think I would I would maybe compare sort of this sort of challenging music because it's a challenge, right? It's not it's not easily uh, absorbed or or, you know, it's it's a challenge. And I would compare it maybe to like meditation. Like if some if you told somebody meditate and, and then not having <laughs> ever meditated before. They would have a hard time blocking out the outside world in order to find this center, right, to meditate. And I think, and, and, and you know, even, and it's funny because we're talking about Alice Coltrane who, 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 who wanted to spread the gospel of meditation and other forms of, of spirituality. Like, like, you're not going to be able to meditate, just like you're not going to be able to meditate your first couple tries in an effective way. You're not going to be able to understand or appreciate or immerse yourself in her music the first few times if you're coming in cold. 
Yeah. If you don't have an appreciation, like if you don't have an appreciation or an understanding of spiritual jazz, or, uh, uh, which to me is a very challenging form of music, then how, you're not, you're not going to pick it up right away. But that's okay because if you're motivated, if you're uh, curious, and you just keep at it, it will reveal itself, right? right? It'll reveal these layers, this, this, these worlds that are there. You just need to be patient. And, and I'll say this, because I've experienced this in the last few years, you know, either wh whether I'm listening to Alice Coltrane, whether I'm listening to Suicide, whoever I'm listening to this challenging music, besides it, besides re it revealing all the stuff that I didn't know within it, it also better informs me about pop music. <laughs> it, oddly enough, I have a better understanding about pop music, right? Like the avant-garde and the and the popular are cl more closely related than you think. You know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes people say, oh, that's too fucking weird. They put it over there. Oh, this is too pop. They put it over there. But so they don't realize that these things live right next to each other. You know what I mean? The spiritual, the profane, you know, the, 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 the profane and the right. spiritual and all these things. Li the world is, all these things are together. They're not separate worlds. They're right next to each other. And I think that's what's I think that's what's important about this music is besides it I mean, my you know we we agree it's wonderful it's beautiful it's 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 revealing it's everything but I think it's also gives us a better understanding of the world as a whole you know that that if you hear this music you know as soon as she just pulls her fingers across those strings on, on the harp. It, it reveals this beauty that exists in the world that might give you a better sort of uh, it might it might encourage you more to to not look at the world as this like crappy you know um, uh, uh, cynical bullshit thing that's not even you know what I mean like it like kind of it, it inspires you know and that's that's what this is all about like that's where the, you said it before the seek seeking right what are they what are what are people seeking inspiration um uh uh they're seeking inspiration they're seeking this you know this they're seeking secrets they're seeking uh knowledge you know it's that to me that's what coltrane uh, alice did that's what john did they that's what they wanted to do you know and that's what they were doing all the way through When did you first become aware of Alice Coltrane? I think um, there was somewhere in the 90s when I was working at, uh, I think I was working at Columbia House in the 90s, in the early 90s. There, 
I think Impulse did a whole fucking series of reissues on CD. Yeah. Uh, and one of them was the um, was the what's it called CDs uh, CD uh, Journey into let's see if I can pronounce this right Journey into Sachodanda Sachowanda. That's close enough. That's a yeah. That's, I, I, that's sorry, good, if anyone good. listening out there, I I butchered that. Uh, that I got a copy of that CD, and I think I might have gotten a copy of uh, what's his name too, the the guy that she played with quite Far- a bit, Farrow uh, Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, I think I got Farrow Sand that a Farrow Sanders CD and her CD at the same exact time, right? And I put both of them on, and I and I didn't fully understand what was happening, but I knew, <laughs> but, but I knew because because I was only like twenty five or twenty four, but I knew that there, it was something really special about it right away just even just looking at the covers i knew there was something special about it and then what i did was i used weed really to help me understand it more i i, I would smoke and listen to it and and as time went on i got really into it and understood it and and it's funny you know you know when you pick up these records what regardless of the style or the genre that they they make more sense the more times you listen (laughs) like it that that's what it did and that's kind of where i was i was hooked you know what i mean like i was like all right well alice coltrane's awesome and the fact that she was married to john is a is is cool and that makes sense but she you know (laughs) i was i was kind of like who else is playing a harp this way you know what i mean like you know who else has this and i was like nobody and so I was hooked and and you know and I I always come back to her you know what I mean I come back to her 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 albums so her original vinyls are kind of hard to find and I've I've found three but by almost by accident but it they're hard to find so I would tell anyone listening to this episode out here I think Luakabop did a reissue uh, mm-hmm. like a not a greatest hits, but like a kind of best of recently. I think it's a two record set. I would tell, I would, I would say, hey, go out and get that and get started. You know what I mean? And just like really um, uh, immerse yourself. Although I think it's happening anyway, because I mean, uh, there's a lot of press on the, those, the recent yeah. reissue, and yeah. so I think it's, I think it is happening. They, they don't need my help, but um, oh, it's some, come on. it's something, it's something that's worth worthwhile. You know. Yeah. I mean, like when I first was introduced uh, to her, it was like I, I think it was when I was in Japan in the ni- in, like, early '90s, and my friend had a album of uh, Lord of Lords. Oh and, wow! And you look at and you look at that. Is it, what was the CD? I say album. Sorry, CD. Um, mm-hmm. And Lord of Lords, but that cover of that picture, that kind of, you know, I don't know, it's sepia or it's just like a desaturated. Yeah image of her and she's like at it it's like an angle like an upward angle so um, yeah it seems like she's leaning back it's just a very arresting image um and then like the song i believe like lord of lords and and going home and then the the, the excerpts from the flyer bird like there's it's just you know you're just like what it, it, it's it's like what you know it's like what like like if you you're watching something interesting but you don't know what the fuck's going on and you just can't keep your eye off of it you know there's someone 
like reading a book upside down. You're just like, what's going on? You know, what the fuck's going on here? And you're trying to figure it out. I think that there was a little bit of that curiosity that kind of carried me the first couple times when I listened to her stuff because it was like there's enough there to kind of grasp on, but it's, it, it defies, you know, following in a linear way. Um, mm-hmm. to, to your point, like maybe having pot would have probably made been a little bit easier. Made it a little easier. <laughs> yeah, because you, you're like you're. It's not really music to click your brain onto. It's really just meant to be enjoyed. And uh, it's it's meditative music, you know. Uh, yeah. And but but within that, right within the meditative nature of it, there's also a sort of universality to it, which a lot of people would say, how could that be? It's so weird, you know. It's sort of avant garde. The concepts that she's sort of going for in terms of like the types of songs and names of the songs of, and probably what, what the songs were about, at least to her, because a lot of it was, some of it had vocals, some of it didn't. Uh, I think there's a universality to it. it. It's really, it's just a, it's, it's, she's looking for answers, right, in the music. Because, yeah. and, 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 but also, a connect a connected connectedness to right. it as well right and but it's not easy it's yeah. not like baby i love you it's right. not baby come back to me it's not those things well it's, it's more, not even it's, like it's not even like bebop it's not like the that like bud powell did yeah know? no no it's something a little bit more challenging and it go it's going further out there and again and the thing that really interested me, uh, getting back to how I was first introduced, is that I I, re- I felt this sort of psychedelic thing in it too, right? right. There was this, there was a psychedelicness to it that was also, but it wasn't psychedelic like you know Jefferson Airplane. It was psychedelic in in a different way, you know. Right. And those are the things that I'm as a listener, as a heavy listener, I'm always looking for things like that. Whether it's her, whether it's Can, whether it's Kraftwerk. It, these are things that I, you know, I love artists that are kind of stretching it. Like the, you know, they you, just you, go, yeah. they're they're right. just going for it, and you're, and yeah, and and sometimes by accident they write a crazy pop song. You know what I mean? Right. Like all these bands are capable of 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 pulling in the the masses if they felt like it. Uh, but it's like that doesn't matter, you know. Um, but yeah, like and like I said before, sometimes listening to fucking weird music makes you appreciate pop music more, like in a weird way. Like, I, I, it's I think, hard to, yeah, I it's think it's, to, yeah, it's kind of like flavorings. Like if you have that kind of contrast, it kind of helps bring it out the other things a little bit better, and it kind of gives. Uh, you, you, you make a really interesting point about that. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of understand what you're kind of getting at. That it kind of informs things a little bit because it, you are paying a little bit more attention to the details of what's going on in there. Um, yeah, exactly. And it ba- it makes you a better listener, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think in in some ways it makes you a better person because I oh. mean, what are we fucking doing all the time? We're trying to figure life out, right? We're trying to what what works in child raising what works in the job you know in the uh in, in where you work what works in your relationships with your with your family i mean we're all looking for better ways to have these things and i think music helps that you know what i mean if you can listen to alice coltrane and appreciate alice coltrane i think it makes you a better person honestly 
you really gotta like you gotta throw a blinker on when you're gonna take those hard turns. <laughs> I didn't mean to take a hard <laughs> turn, but yeah, I just think. I, I was. I, I, I yeah, I agree. I, I don't if I'll fuck it with you, but it's like yeah, I agree. I think anytime you push yourself beyond your comfort zone, you're gonna inevitably become a a a, a more tolerant person of things rather than saying. I need my three chords and I need it coming out of martial amps and such. Like it's, it, it's better to kind of, I, I, and you know what it, this it's her music really does do that. It does kind of push you out of your comfort zone in a good way. And, but it also like when you get that moment to when you're something resonates with you, it doesn't, it, it's funny cause it doesn't resonate. It's like, it's in a, a progressive intensity. It, like if it hits you the first time and the next time you hear it, it hits, it just picks up a little bit more. And I found that with a lot of her songs. I, I mean, there was a couple songs on Illuminations, which is her kind of concert with uh, Santana. That um, when he, when he when he was not fucking with his volume knob, or fucking, <laughs> like it it, it they're really great. They were just really long. He couldn't put it on the playlist. But it's like that kind of. You know, trying to bring in other minds that, and you know, Santana was a big Coltrane devotee, and mm-hmm. you know, they actually, he and McLaughlin did that Love Supreme uh, That's album, right. That from is, the album, what is it called? Devotion? I think yeah. those two made that, yeah. yeah. That's, which is ripping, which is Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that album. Yeah. I got. I, I remember that buying that album for a dollar, thinking, ah, they're wearing white. There's a yogi in the back, you know. They're ugh. looking down. Yeah, like oh, maybe this is gonna be good, and you know, Dude, I don't know. And, it was, and it was, but it, but you know what? Just like, but just like Alice's m- music, and even like a lot, a bunch of the Yoko Ono solo albums I bought uh, early on, it took time. You know, it wasn't an immediate thing. Like you know, these are not things that re- necessarily. Re- I mean, for some people, yes, it take it happens right away. But like for me, a lot of these records they make more sense now, years later, than they did in, initially when I had them, when well, I got them. Well, you know? I mean, I mean, I put together this playlist uh, maybe three month, two two months ago, maybe a little at longer. least two months ago. And, yeah, and I started it four months ago. So, yeah, like I really kind of dove into it and really kind of listened, and it took a lot of time, and it was a good, it, it was a great exercise for me because I'll admit sometimes putting these playlists together probably not as much for you but for me like sometimes when i do put it together i feel like i'm in a rush I'm a, there's a clock winding down and for her i turned it off i was just like look i'm going to get a list together that before i'm going to be super comfortable with which i feel captures i what i can feel i understand what she was trying to all the things that really captures who she is which that takes a bit of time but also like get it to it's a digestible form so it's like not 17 hours because she does have some really long songs and it's and you know i think like you're saying about that kind of patience um you know i'm glad that i gave myself that patience with that um i tend to be more like checking the box let's get this off the books and move to the next thing and this thing wasn't one of those things um and i i think it was good that i operate from a position of uncertainty about knowing you know three what her, three quarters of her catalog was so it was it was great and you're and it really kind of what i'm just what i'm saying is like it it's echoing or amplifying or whatever annoying word you want to use adjective you want to use to what you know 
what you were saying in terms of like you know it, it's a growth it's a growth experiment and it's something that requires a bit of patience a bit a bit a bit of time and you get rewarded and this this uh, exploration of her was richly rewarded maybe up there in the top ones like I didn't know what to expect and I got my eyes open in many different fronts uh, about her music and I hope that when people listen to this that they you know don't listen to it once like just and it's okay like I had it on in the background at first a lot and then just kind of became slowly started paying a little bit more attention because things started to pop out yeah I, 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 I first of all the playlist is great and I've used the playlist recently as a as a relaxing you know as a mm -hmm. as a, as a way to relax yeah. like I've, had, I've experienced some some ups and downs recently and I've used that playlist to relax me and it works uh and like like look like to me if vladimir putin had ever listened to alice coltrane he wouldn't have invaded ukraine i'm telling you there's something about <laughs> her music there's something about john's music like a love supreme there's something about the that music that it changes you i think it really makes you uh, like it's that it's the kind of music that has that power to change you're thinking the way you think about things well it has yeah. that power it seems to yeah it's it's like very almost it pushes stillness and stillness gives you opportunities to pause and kind of let things kind of be rather than trying to you know figure shit out and try to solve problems and it's just you know you're sitting you're sitting with yourself and just letting it kind of drench kind of like come over you anyhow we're, yeah, we're going to open up our own auto-reverse meditative stadiums. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to take this a little further, and I'm warning you of a hard hard turn All right, here. I see the signal. All right, I, I, yeah, so the signal, the turn signal's on. Oh, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I think what they were all attempting to do was they were attempting to find God. And when I say God, I don't mean God like God from the Bible or right. God They're from spiritual the spiritual. Just spiritual, like, being higher power They're higher power I think yeah. these musics were done and uh, were attempts to f try to find it and connect with I, those I things yeah and hey, connect yeah. with that and i and and to me when i like when i hear uh music from afghanistan or i hear music from iran or i feel or i hear music from india like i like they're they're lesser known things you know right. uh they're not but like i hear that in those music Right. in those musics i hear an attempt to find god you right. know and and to me that's what that is the ultimate thing in music is i'm tr i'm trying to find beauty and meaning in the world you know like for example i was watching a movie the other day it was a pretty good movie i it, it was called a thousand pieces i i don't remember it was like a more recent movie mm -hmm. Otis Redding comes on. Now, I know that's kind of, you know, played out, putting Otis Redding in your movie. But something about his voice, something about the tone, the feeling, the emotion, it's like it makes everything else feel wonderful. Mm -hmm. Even though it comes from a, a lot of times from a place of pain and, 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 and sorrow, there's something about him and there's something about what he had that makes everything else feel good you know and and that to me is 
an artist, a musician who is who is blessed, blessed obviously, but also takes what they're blessed with and then gives it to the rest of us in a very in in such a fantastic and and easy like Otis was more e- obviously more easily digestible than Alice, but they're both doing the same thing. Yeah, in my book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's a wonderful way of putting it. And I think that you're you're. I think you hit the nail on the head about that. That's a great way to kind of, as they say, uh, put a coda on this wonderful uh, conversation about uh, yeah. a truly remarkable and stand standalone musician. She she should not be coupled with John Coltrane. She should be sitting by herself because she is. She has done as much to contribute to the majesty uh, of music as as her husband. To, in, in, in maybe not as into a popular degree, but at least into a meaningful and significant degree in terms of her the breadth of what she was trying to do and, put, and what she put out there. Yeah, she 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 uh, she. There isn't any three. There's she, not. Yet. She helped man. She helped mankind. Essentially, is what she did. Yeah. You know, and John too. Yeah. Very yeah. very good. Well, I you know that was a that was the you know that was a very spiritual conversation. A lot of, <laughs> it a, lot was. of a lot of hard turns there, which we usually don't take. <laughs> we usually you know talking about beer and uh, you know other stupid shit. But this time we got yeah. a little deeper. Um, let us know what you think about that. Hit us up on. Uh, our, uh, send us an email at uh, autoreversepod at gmail.com or, or Facebook and uh, Instagram pages. We'll be happy to entertain all uh, questions or requests to check out a band. Uh, we always like getting those. So uh, until next time, man. All right. Peace. Peace.